welcome to Navigating the Spectrum with Michelle Portlock. I'm your host, Michelle Portlock, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. Today, I have two extra special guests from Extra Lucky Moms. They are Taryn Lagranegro and Jess Corello, and I'm so excited to have them both. So welcome, both Taryn and Jess. Thanks for having us. I'm so happy to have you. But before we jump in, I want to tell you a little bit about these women because they're pretty phenomenal. So Taryn co-founded Iris Mind and Body, which is a yoga studio in Brandon, New Jersey, that provides online and in-person yoga classes, as well as facilitator education. Tara has four daughters with her husband, Raphael, and her youngest was born with Down syndrome in 2020. Taryn has since become an advocate and she is also, well, she also works with several Down syndrome charities. And Jess has a background in music, modeling, performance, and fashion. In 2020, she gave birth to Adeline, who was diagnosed at birth with Down syndrome. What started as a traumatic and scary diagnosis has propelled her into a life of advocacy and passion for her daughter and the Down syndrome community. So I'm so truly excited to have these two remarkable women with me today. And again, thank you and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I, I really am excited for this. And I just need to know, when I was looking at both of your backgrounds, it looked like both of your children that have Down syndrome were born in 2020. And so is there any connection to the year they were born in how you met or how did you both meet one another? So I can take that. So we, um, we met through a group of moms that had all had children with Down syndrome in 2020. Okay. And we were originally connected through the DSDN, the Down syndrome diagnosis network, mm. um, which is an organization that provides support to families um, who have received a Down syndrome diagnosis from pregnancy, for birth diagnoses and then continuing on. So basically they create these birth groups where um, you, you know, you kind of grow with the people who all had babies in the same year um, and get to follow your children and all of that. So uh, Jess and I don't live very far from each other in New Jersey. So, um, you know, I think that was why initially we were like drawn to, you know, connect a little bit more, but just found out that we had a lot in common and a lot of, um, you know, things that we wanted to do with this new venture that we were on. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really fabulous resource that you have that you've been able to connect to. And I think it's pretty amazing that you met and said, yes, we both are in alignment with what we want to do. And you jumped for it. And I want to tell those of you that are listening, my next question will kind of answer what they've done, which is, they created Extra Lucky Moms together. And so I want to ask you, Jess, what led you to create Extra Lucky Moms? So basically, when we became really good friends, we connected, as Taryn said, on a lot of different levels. But mm-hmm. one of the reasons we connected was because we felt that our advocacy could be extended. And, you know, the, the Down Syndrome Network is amazing, super loud and proud. And there's so much advocacy in that space we kind of felt that there was this opportunity to connect with all moms because regardless Mm -hmm. of a diagnosis, if your child has a disability, they're all participating in early intervention. We're running around to different medical appointments. We're paying bills. We're doing research about funding. We're doing all of the same things. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't really 
an opportunity for those, all these moms to come together. And we said, what if we could create a community-based platform where we could tell everyone's story and then we could celebrate moms, celebrate the caregivers, celebrate dads, celebrate siblings, celebrate friends, celebrate this disability community mm -hmm. and come together as one. Because at the end of the day, we're all just doing our best. And mm -hmm. on the other flip side of that, we wanted to all start sharing the beauty that is disability motherhood. Because mm -hmm. for me, as someone who experienced a birth diagnosis, a lot of the fear that I carried during that those early days was lack of education and visibility into the disability network. Yes. Um, so, you know, by providing a platform to spotlight differences and to celebrate them, I think that we both really felt that this was an opportunity to truly advocate and we were so aligned on that mission. And so Extra Lucky Moms was born. Well, I love what you said. And here's what I love about it. I don't have a child with Down syndrome, but I connect to your platform for the very reason that I have children with disabilities. And I'm not afraid to call their diagnosis disabilities. That doesn't scare me, but it used to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, I didn't I didn't know what was going on, you know, and that can be very scary to not have information that you so badly need as a parent in order to step up and be the kind of parent that you want to be for your child and to help them meet their needs. So I love what, for those that are listening, when you go to Instagram, you can check out their platform at extra lucky moms and they have a blog and on that blog are it's included all these different stories from parents who have children with, with a disability and you get to read their stories and their experiences. And it's really comforting to know that there are so many families and parents out there raising children with disabilities and we're doing it. We're making it happen. And this yeah. is a place where we can all connect. So I, that's what kind of leads me to my next question, which I'll ask Taryn what is your mission behind Extra Lucky Moms? I think, you know, our number one mission would be normalizing the disability community mm. um, and, and disability parenting, like Jess said. Uh, you know, I think that a lot of us don't, did have a tough time, I think, adopting that word disability. Mm -hmm. um, but when you read through our page and through our blog and all of that, um, I think that you'll see more things that we all have in common than differences, you know, and some of us don't know what our children's disability looks like yet. You know, my, my daughter's mm -hmm. 19 months old. I don't know what, <laughs> what sure. her struggles might be right now. She's a baby. She's a toddler. She's, you know, she has interventions and she has delays and all of that, but I don't know what that's going to look like. Some of our kids are in um, wheelchairs. Some of our kids have different types of things going on. Um, but the thing that's, that we all have in common is the love for our children. Um, the, the joy and the beauty that comes from our children, that that's mm -hmm. the common theme among it all. And I think just normalizing everything where we can celebrate our differences and not be scared of them, mm -hmm. um, you know, and ultimately creating a better world for all children, whether they have a disability or not. Um, you know, I have three typical children and I'm so grateful for what they have and will be exposed to because I hope that they won't think twice when they see somebody who has a disability. And mm -hmm. I hope that 
that extends into our community and our friends, my friends who have typical children. Like I hope that, you know, their kids growing up with, with Raya, my daughter in their life might, might make them be more inclined to pull up a chair to, you know, for somebody who's a little bit different than, than what we've all think thought <laughs> was, yes. you know, what society has told us is, you know, is normal, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So I think that that would be my dream is for mm. us to normalize the, the community. I so love that. And I love how that connects to, I think about what you said as we were, we were fearful at some point in our experience. What will this look like? We don't, we don't always know. I mean, my oldest daughter is 19. So I, I know what that's looking like for her. I have a clear, bigger picture, but I also have, you know, a 14 year old son who's autistic and a five-year-old daughter who is neurodiverse. She has, doesn't have an autism diagnosis, but has very severe sensory processing disorder. And it's, been a challenge. And I think the most beautiful thing that you said that I heard was not to be scared of it. And we're talking not just as the parents, but to help other parents in the out on the outside of this experience to not be scared and to pull up that chair and recognize that it's okay. We're all human. We just do things a little differently and that's okay. We can accept it all and, and don't be scared. You can approach that table and be a part of it too. So I love that you shared that. So I have a question for both of you and I'll start with Jess on this, but what would you tell other parents raising a child with Down syndrome? Um, Gosh, I would say a lot of things, but (laughs) I think the first thing I would say is you've got this. Mm -hmm. I think I struggled in the beginning, obviously, with the shock of the diagnosis. And mm-hmm. not everyone has that. Some people, just like Taryn, find out in utero. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that was tough was people didn't really know what to say. They didn't yes. know if they should say congratulations or I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. some people said both. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but my mom, actually, when I called her panicked after we had had Adeline, she said, you know, I said, she has Down syndrome. I don't know what, what are we going to do? And she said, well, we're going to love her anyway. And it was sort of that same sentiment of like, you've got this. And so that would be the first thing I would say is to just Mm -hmm. honor wherever they are emotionally, whether they're Mm -hmm. panicked, like I was, or if they actually knew someone that had Down syndrome and knew that the future was very bright, Mm -hmm. I would say, you've got this. I would also say to not ignore the packet that you receive when you get a diagnosis, <laughs> but to place it in a, in a, in a location where you can be referenced, mm-hmm. but you know, it can be overwhelming when you get a diagnosis, you get this huge packet of all this information and all the things your kid could potentially not ever accomplish and the, the challenges they're going to face. Mm-hmm. But all of our kids have even neurotypical children they all have differences and some people are better at math than others. And some people are more athletic and the Mm -hmm. same goes for, for people with down syndrome. I mean, Chris Nitschik just ran the New York city marathon. Mm -hmm. So I would say, don't put limits on your child and don't put limits on yourself. I think as a special needs parent, the things that I have been able to accomplish just in the last 15 months since Adeline has been alive, I I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm so proud of how far I've come and what I've been able to rise to. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, we call our company extra lucky moms because we really truly feel extra lucky that we're 
existing with a new set of glasses and getting to see life at its purest form and recognizing what's most important, which is just to live life and to yeah. live it to the fullest extent. Jess, I just love what you shared. That was really touching. And I appreciate, I appreciate the wisdom you've gained so quickly <laughs> and that you, <laughs> and that you shared that you're willing to share that with us. And then Taryn, I want to ask you the same question. What would you tell other parents raising a child with Down syndrome? Yeah, the first thing that I would say is to, you know, stay present and take one day at a time because it's very mm -hmm. easy to get overwhelmed. And I think that if you were to pull, uh, you know, families of kids with Down syndrome or many other types of disabilities, the, the number one thing that they probably worry about is the future. Mm -hmm. um, but when you start to worry about the future, you don't, you miss the days that are here. And I think taking it one day at a time and not um, getting caught up in how many things you have to do the following week and how many therapies they have and how many appointments. And it all feels like a mountain to climb when you mm -hmm. do actually think about that, but you, then you're missing those little beautiful moments that are existing, um, you know, day after day after day. And the other thing that I would say is, you know, that it's just a different way of parenting. And it's, you know, I've never felt so confident in following the lead of, of my child. I think, mm -hmm. you know, the typical way that we parent is we provide our children direction. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, it's even helped me in the way that I parent my older children now, because I always, you know, I always wanted my girls to, all of my girls to um, follow their dreams and all of that. But I think sometimes those dreams are built on things that you've thought for them, you know, whether it's that you want them to yes. go to college and graduate school and all of those things. So I think when, when the future is a little bit more unknown, and I say that with full confidence that Raya can do everything that she wants to do and will set her mind to. So mm -hmm. it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm taking something away from her by saying this, but I truly feel like she will lead the way in what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. And my job is to help her get there. So if her dream is to go to a four-year college, I will help her get there. But I'm not going to tell her you're going to a four-year college because that's not my dream. <laughs> so um, I think it, you know, having this like support role is just a different way of looking at, at motherhood in general. Oh, I think you're so right. I love that you shared that because for me, I would say that was my most impactful lesson as a mom too. I thought, okay, I'm trying to guide my children, guide my children. You don't stop trying to guide them, but you also really need to collaborate and you need to bring their voice in and, and let them guide you as well. It's kind of a give and take as a parent. And it's something that I, I didn't see myself in that role as a parent before I had children. I just thought, oh, they're going to be so amazing because I'm going to make sure they're so amazing. Right. <laughs> right. They'll do, they'll do right. all of these things. And here's the, here's the crazy part. They are so amazing. Right. And exactly. I let them, I let them lead the way. I let mm -hmm. them tell me where their interests are and that's the direction we go. And it's so different than me, than who yeah. I am. And I couldn't love it more. I, yeah. I think it's amazing. And I just embrace exactly who they are, 
exactly where they're at. And that's something that I had to learn how to do because sometimes those days are tricky and they're really challenging. And I do want to help guide them, but instead I have learned to just be calm and sit with them in those experiences that are tricky. So thank you so much for sharing all of these wonderful thoughts that you have actually, what I would say is, and I've said it before, the wisdom that you've gained in this short amount of time. I just think it's pretty phenomenal how quickly our children can change us. Absolutely. So the one thing, the last question I want to ask is, and I will ask Jess this, how can you be reached? Both of you. <laughs> yes. So you can find us on extraluckymoms.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us at Extra Lucky Moms on Instagram and Extra mm-hmm. Lucky Moms on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and Extra Lucky Moms at gmail.com. You might pick up a theme there. <laughs> and um, yeah, we have our website is it's really a fun website. We, as you mentioned, Michelle, share stories of resilience and hope of people within this community. And it's you know, runs the gamut. We have really tried to cover as many different disabilities, perspectives as we possibly can. Um, we also have a line of apparel and accessories that we sell on our website. A portion of proceeds goes to charities that support individuals within the disability space. And they, you know, we design items to spark conversations. So we have bracelets that say extra lucky mom, or you can customize it to say extra lucky friend or extra lucky sister. And I can't tell you how many times people have said, oh, what does your bracelet say? Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for me to say, oh, well, let me tell you a little something about extra lucky mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love so that. Fun. You design apparel to spark conversation. What a way to advocate. And it's such sure, a fun sure, way to advocate. Yeah, yeah, what is your sweatshirt? sweatshirt? It says wine, yoga pants, and advocacy. And we also have one that says coffee, messy bun, and advocacy because that's that's literally us. Like I could switch between either sweatshirt and it yep. totally defines me. But oh, the idea behind so the apparel fun. is is to, you know, nothing makes you feel better than when you like your outfit. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, the fa- when we can combine those two things where we're celebrating, you know, uh-huh. the journey that we're on as moms and look good doing it, you know. <laughs> well, I have to I have to confess I've been eyeing a hoodie on your on your uh page that just says extra lucky moms i think it's so cute (laughs) so i might sport that and take a picture and post it just for fun (laughs) absolutely so and then my personal oh sorry we should also um share our personal pages because we share a lot about our kids there um i'm at let's dress up on instagram like dress up let's dress up and then I'm let's dress up one on TikTok. Now on TikTok, been having a lot of fun there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> I, I have missed the boat on TikTok. It's too confusing <laughs> for me. Um, so I'm just on Instagram at, at Mindfully Taryn. So. Oh, okay. I actually didn't know that. So I will find you at Mindfully yeah. Taryn. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you both so much for joining thank me. You. I really appreciate it. And for those of you that are listening, you can. Also find me at navigating.the.spectrum. Thanks for being with us.